You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. Giannis and Jordan Love, two peas in the pot. Ryan, so we have it. We can quote Alex Schroff on that, that if Jordan Love is not the Giannis of the Green Bay Packers, he is a failure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, throw it up. There you go. That's the quote. There you go, the Christmas start of the show. Congratulations. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Pandemonium is at the Everlight Solar Studio. I'm Alex Strofe with you. I'll be joined momentarily by Jim Rutledge, who has no idea where his headphones are. Great banner start to the show today. Yeah, banner, banner start. All right. Uh, It is Rutledge and Hamilton. It is presented by Coors Light. Ryan, when the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. Indeed, as I think Jim Rutledge has located his headphones, it looks as if he has. Jim looks like he could use a Coors right now. Yeah, he does look like he could use a Coors right now. Uh, He's had a week, man. He was sick. He's still battling that. Now he's lost his headphones. Welcome back, Jim. Stop touching my stuff. Um, You know, according to WebMD, I I guess I'm officially, like, basically drunk anyways. I looked it up. Wouldn't doubt that. Because I think I mentioned this uh, yesterday of, like, this haze you have when you have a cold. Yeah. So I looked it up. And it is a thing. And doctors kind of equate it to being buzzed or maybe even a little bit drunk. So, Coors Light it is! The Mountain's Blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light. Uh, I'm looking on our stream. Yeah. I look like a child. Yeah, I didn't quite get time to set it up properly, so you do look very well, tiny I've, compared to Jim. I've called in, attention in to scrub. it. Let, let's how just you, uh, let's fix you, it on the air. I, I'm trying right now, but it doesn't want to zoom in for some reason. Give me, give me a minute. All right, you do what you got to do, buddy. What's up, Jimmy? Nothing much, Tiny. Why do you look like a child? I haven't seen the stream yet. <laughs> it's just really zoomed out. So I'm using that camera to your right there. And it's just way, like, oh, you yeah, can see yeah, the, the entire yeah. table while yours is over my head here. And it's zoomed right in on you. <laughs> baby so Strophe. I look like Baby Strophe. I am Groot. I am, uh, I'm going to see that tonight. Oh, you'll love it. Uh, I'm very excited. Yeah, 8.15 tonight. I'm, I'm looking forward to having a drink and watching Guardians of the Galaxy. I agree. You will not be disappointed with this one. I you can, saw it? I did. I saw it okay. This is the Monday, third one, yeah. right? Third one, correct. Okay, volume yeah. three, actually, not just chapter three. Volume is the three. music amazing as always? Yeah, could okay. be better. Could be the best. Really? I'll, I will say this part of it yeah, is not giving away. Yeah. But I love Guardians of the Galaxy because it introduces my kids to new music. So now they are very much into the Beastie Boys. Oh yeah, and you are. You're a yes. big Beastie Boys guy yourself. So my daughter looked at me when the song came on, like literally leaned forward because Nola was sitting next to me, and Rosie was sitting next to my wife. Uh, on the other side, yeah. so she leans forward and looks at me and just shakes her head because she heard the Beastie Boys and was like, oh man, Dad likes this. You must have incredibly long arms so we've changed the video because in my screen, I see your weird arms coming through, so, so that, that might be something to work on as well. well. Your arms must be longer than Matt Hamilton. No, so what happens there is Matt often, whenever he gets excited and jumps out of his chair, his head will cut you off, but uh, that's just something we got to deal with. It's the uh, locations of the camera. Unbelievable. Alrighty. Is your so, mic still broken? Yeah, because you're using the other one now. Nobody's told me otherwise, so I'm just sitting here. Did someone right. come in it's to tough. fix anything? Uh, there was engineers here yesterday, but I don't know if that was what they were addressing. I don't know what the engineers do here, really, ever. No, I mean either. So, we got a lot to talk about today, but yeah. like I said, I kind of... I didn't sleep well last night. Why not? I slept on the couch. In trouble? No, I'm actually not even in the doghouse. I, uh, I did it by choice. Um... In fact, you could probably put my lady in the doghouse. I left the room at 1 a.m. Um, she she was doing this thing, so she's a snorer to begin with. That I can <laughs> deal that I can deal with. But she was doing this thing like nonstop uh-huh. at 1:30 in the morning, where she's like, it, it's like a click. It's like a, it's like she's clearing her throat. That's annoying. But it's consistent. It was it was it was just consistent. It wouldn't stop. And I finally woke her up at like 1:30, and I was like, hey. I love you. Can you please stop doing this? She's like, why Why are you crabby? She says to me. I go, I'm not crabby. I'm just trying to sleep, and I can't do this when you're going in my ear every 10 seconds. And so she's like, all right, sorry, my bad. No less than three minutes later, Jim, in my left ear, and I literally just yelled out loud, I'm done. I walked out of the room. I curled up on my tiny-ass couch, and I slept love there. Love seat or couch, then? It's a, it's a it's a it's a couch. It's, bigger than, a, it's couch. bigger than a love seat. Does it have two or three cushions? Two. Okay. But it's it's uh 
it's it's not big. It might have three actually, but it's small. Like I'm I'm six three. I did not fit on the couch. Okay. My legs were hanging over, so I just like curled up. Okay. Slept there till seven this morning. Then I moved to the bed for like another hour, and then we called it a day. So I probably got like five hours of sleep. I can sleep well really anywhere. So if there is an issue of, I feel like most men can. Yeah, it's probably because I like I didn't wake up at all throughout the night. But it wasn't a good like I was curled yeah, up. I, I was exactly. on my side. Like it was it was a no good sl- no good night of sleep. When I lived uh, by myself uh, off a of fish hatchery, I had a an apartment that you have the window AC or whatever. Not even a window AC. Oh, it's yeah, like those the things wall. rock. <laughs> Horrible because it was in one room and it was the main room, which means the like the living room. Yeah, which okay. means the bedroom was was hot as hot as hell. Like it was unsleepable. And when when it was warm, yeah. I was on the top floor. The sun was beating in all day, and then heat rises. So I would just I had a was a, a sectional couch that I would then when I wanted to go to bed I would if I was ambitious I would just put it together. Oh, smart! And then I would blast the air because I like it super cool when I, I sleep as too, well, yeah. especially from living in Florida. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Can you sleep anywhere? Where's the weirdest place you've slept? Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I slept in a bathtub <laughs> on my bachelor party. I definitely. <laughs> That was by choice. I was obviously really. Uh, you were not uh, keeping much down. I would go ahead. Right, and but I was sober yeah. enough. I didn't actually. I don't think I ended up getting sick. But I was sober enough where I was like, if it's going to happen, I just want to be in the shower and like just go to either throw I, up in the shower or just make it to the top. I love that your toilet. bachelor party was in your favorite city in the in the state of Wisconsin. It's not a bad city. It's not a bad place for a bachelor party with with the Wisconsin Dells. Yeah. I mean, because I grew up near Milwaukee, it's not exciting to me. Like, Milwaukee's fine. If I was really going to do a bachelor party, and I really wanted to do it up, but I was on a, a uh, programming guy's salary, too. So, like, you know, we're trying to pay for our own wedding. So everything was kind of... I know friends, like, chip in and everything, but still, uh, Chicago probably would have been a, a higher choice for me. But the Dells was simple, especially location-wise. And it's a nice, easy... The Dells is like an easy plug-and-play bachelor party if you're in Wisconsin. You just pop up there. There's gentlemen's clubs. There's bars. There's hotels you can stay at and... Just call it a day. Cruising. Just, uh, yeah. Uh, just having a nice, easy time. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're presented by Careers Light. He's Alex Strofe. I'm Jim Rutledge. Matt Hamilton out posing like a dork on Instagram today. You know, you gave him a hard time. I thought he looked good. I didn't say he didn't look good. I said he's being a dork, though. Because, why is, why is one, you guys give me a hard... I mean, that pose is like him trying to be some sort of model. And here's the insight yeah. into it. But he's an, he's an influencer, Jamie. But Matt had... But not a fat... Not like a... Like he's just cool. Like he influences because he's a curler. Yeah. Not because yeah. like he's super cool guy. But Matt got a new phone and he thinks he's the only person in the world that has this phone. And now he's just taking. He's photos brought it up with, like eighty-seven times this week. Right. And it is so obnoxious because it's not a special phone. It's the same phone that either you probably have as a listener or you could have had if you wanted to as a listener. It's not some super expensive phone. It's not some super fancy phone. It's a standard issue iPhone, whatever size he prefers. But he is obsessed over it. And everyone gets excited over a new phone, but not everyone talks about it like it's some sort of exclusive cool new thing. Because if I hear about this phone one more time, I'm going to take it and throw it out the window. But Jimmy, you understand things about Matt. He loves telling you what he has that you don't. That's what he does. Shoes, his lifestyle, now this phone. It's just adding on to the things that he has that nobody else, or he thinks nobody else has. He thinks he's very, he's part of an exclusive club. And this is about, this, I'm not just talking about yeah. the phone, right? The shoes, the, 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 the polos he wears, the hats he has. Right, but everything it's, it's he so has, funny. he he's, operates of, I'm the only one in the world that has this. Right, but in the shoe club, like there's literally millions of people, because the whole point of the sneakers draw is you never can get the dang shoes because everyone wants them. So they're not like... Some sort of I'm super smart and I, I found this cool shoe thing. It's no, everyone knows about it, and Matt happens to have the shoes too. But I get it. That's what makes Matt happy. Here's the thing. Matt is definitely someone, and I said this to his face too, that if it if you tell him it's exclusive, then he wants it. <laughs> if I you know, my other job for, for ESPN Madison is in sales. And I've said this a million times. The number one person I would love to sell to every single day of my life is Matt Hamilton. Because you can sell Matt on anything. You can. Easily. Fact. Uh, Matt is, and that's what makes him fun. He's easily impressionable. Yes. You just have to use the key phrases that will get Matt excited. Exclusive uh, being one of them. But you can see, what what's his Instagram? Uh, Matt, or no, it's Ham's Curl on Instagram. Ham's Curl. All right, Ham's Curl on Instagram. You can see Matt Hamilton posing. He's sending, like, 
let's ask this. Can I ask this question? Yeah, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Farrah Falford has sent a, a photo of him from uh, uh, his Airbnb, a photo of like the view he has of the ocean. Which again? Oh, he sent you a picture. You're on it. Did I miss? Is that? it just me? That's even extra. That's extra funny. Uh, maybe it was just me. I don't think I got it. Uh, we'll have to check. Oh no, that. I did get yeah. it. I take it back. Yesterday yeah. at six ten. Yeah. It's and a nice view. It is. It's not, again, it's not a view where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe you have this view. It's a nice view. But, like, what's the point? Like, are we supposed to then, like, be jealous? I mean, I liked it. I'm happy for him that he's staying there. But it is one of those things of, like, I'd prefer, honestly, you just post that on social. Because if you send it directly to me, it feels aggressive. It's a brag. Yeah. It's a brag. Right. But, like, I don't think I did that to you guys when I was on vacation. No, because, like, we all... We're all kind of still getting to the same places. Like, if you wanted to, you could rent this place that would have the view. Like, yeah. I don't, so it's just, this is one of those things that, you know. It's I, don't know how high, I don't know. I got to be honest. Though, I don't know how high San Francisco is on my list. I don't know enough about it. I, I love California. I, I mean, San Diego, I've been there twice. I would go back any day of the week. I'd it's my favorite city in the country. Santa Monica area. Sure. That, that's you were just there last year, right? That was coffee and contemplation. Right. You guys give me a hard. That's basically what I'm trying to get done here. You guys give me a hard time for coffee and contemplation. And Matt Hamilton's posting like but he's a damn Instagram like, model. But don't act like you're not a d bag for posting that. I am, but we're also okay, Matt Hamilton. If you can acknowledge it, if you can acknowledge it, I'm oh, good. I leaned, I leaned into it. I was California gym out there. I leaned into the whole thing. You bought the most touristy hat yes. you could buy. Yes. Your, I into your bright it. purple LA hat, which I love, and you yeah. still wear, which yeah, I appreciate. I, love it. I like it. Why not? I mean, I'm going to buy a, a. It's vacation, you know. But like, I'm going to do it all. But I also, I didn't take. The difference is, even in that photo, <laughs> the coffee contemplation. That's a line from Stranger Things. Like, I'm just kind of leaning into being a d bag out there. Matt's photo on Instagram. We got to can we post this at Jim and Matt? We'll we'll share it with everyone. Matt's photo on Instagram. He is like trying. To be an Instagram model in that photo. Like, he's looking for people to tell him, man, you look so handsome. Right? I mean, that's what he's asking for. He is fishing hard. He he's is. not deep. He's not fishing out in the ocean. He's fishing on the gram, and he's fishing hard for it, Alex Strove. No, you're right. You're right. He is uh, He is pretending to be an Instagram model. But I will say, he's a handsome guy. He, I understand. I, I'm not saying he shouldn't. I'm just saying that you guys called me out for it. And maybe it's because it's more okay. out of... Uh, character for me as it is for Matt. Matt's just regularly going to do those sort of things. But today, obviously, I'm like, apparently according to WebMD, I got, I'm basically equivalent of buzz with my head cold here because it's definitely just don't feel like myself, so if I'm a little bit off, that's fine. It's been all week. It's been a flu week for me. I was thrilled last night. Love watching LeBron just fail and then see all his flopping, his missed layup, uh, getting the ball, his pocket picked at the end of the game. Just a rough go for the old man. And I feel it. He was playing old man basketball, Alex, if you're watching. Where he's just done. Like, he could have, like, gone yeah, to the basket. I mean, it's... At it's, the end of the game. At the end of the game. He did yeah, not show yeah. up in the fourth quarter. And no, that's, right. all, that's what I mean by old man basketball. He's like, I'm just going to shoot this three. Because I've done it, too. I'm like, I'm I'm gassed. Like, I can't... <laughs> yes, because you've been in the Western Conference but, Finals in no, your but rec you played, But it's the whole point. And you can make fun of me all you want. But, like, literally, that's everyone on social media. It's like, hey, we've all been there. You play basketball for a while. And it, if you're an older guy and you're just kind of spent by the end of it. <laughs> and you're just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to shoot this three because... I, I got to at least be respectable on defense for my team. I'm spent. Right. And that was that was LeBron. He's just like, he's impressive at 39, but he's also like, Super I, impressive. I ain't got it. Super impressive. Look, I mean, he's he, what was he, a rebound away from another triple-double last night? Yeah, but again, um, fourth fourth best player in the... In who, the who are you putting third? Jamal? Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I'd say that's a toss-up, but AD's playing... Well, he kind of disappeared again last night. He's been doing that all but the playoffs, up, where it's like every other game he's having... A, so game three, he, he's set to go I off. don't call it dis- disappearing for AD. He Disappearing is not trying. He put up, I think, 17, 18 shots. He just, his shot went fall. Like, he still played good defense. I still think they were in the plus when he was out there. Yeah, I mean, more from the box score, though. Like, But it, I mean, he's taking shots. That's yeah. my point. Disappearing well, to me and, is and like, will, but, don't, like, don't take the shot. And, and, you know, guys like that, and LeBron included, right? Those are guys that are going to get their shots. But true, but the knock on AD for a couple of games in the Warriors was there was, he was, wasn't taking shots in the fourth quarter or You're didn't right. take a lot of shots in You're the right. actual game. You're right. Put the shots up, and I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah. But, but Jokic is now the only player in NBA history to have four straight triple-doubles with scoring over 20 points yeah, he's per ridiculous. game in that. I mean, Jokic is by far the best player in the playoffs right now. Yeah, and I, I'd probably put Jimmy Butler, too. Would you be okay with that? Yeah. Yeah, I would say those are probably the and top Tatum. two. Um, Tatum's up there, of course. Uh, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens tonight with that game. 
uh, which you can hear beginning at seven here. I want to. The Heat don't make any sense. It does not make any sense what's going on with them. No, I mean they're just they're they're a postseason team. Jimmy is unbelievably consistent in the postseason. He's unbelievably consistent. It it it's unheard of. You don't see this in the postseason. What Jimmy Butler's able to do. Uh, the Clinkster chimes in. Callie Aaron Rodgers wannabe is the reply to Matt Hamilton's like uh, photo. We posted that up at Jim and Matt. You're right. Aaron Rodgers would be proud of this uh, of this photo because look, he's got a pose in the photo. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Uh, he's sitting on what is what we describe here as we work on dazzling details. Hopefully, you can go to at Jim and Matt and you can chime in on this photo of Matt Hamilton. It looks like something you would see in a seventies uh, adult video. Right. It's uh, it's yellow like pink. in velour. Uh, velvety. Urine yellow, but velvety, yes. Yes, and then he's got uh, a drink in his hand. He's got the other hand kind of dangling down, making sure to show off his watch, and he's kind of cocked to the side. Sunglasses on inside. Right, this is a posed photo. This is not a natural photo. This is, hey, because here's my favorite part. He has to go to Jen and say, hey, Jen, uh, can you take this specific photo of me? Because I want to post it on the gram. I love it. I I love him. I love him. It's Matt. But also, you do this, you got to take some of the, you know, some of the ribbing for it. I also, mean, a great shout out for the city of Minneapolis while he's in California for some reason. Wearing a Minneapolis t-shirt in that photo. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Real, real deep cuts. We're really analyzing this. We can do this for another two, three segments, you think? I'm right? impressed by that catch. I did not see that. That's, it's very tiny text at the bottom of the shirt. Well done, Ryan. Nice so, investigative reporting. Thank we'll, you. We'll take your calls making fun of Matt Hamilton's Instagram photo because, look, that's what we do here. If you had posted this, we'd make fun of you. You made fun of me for what I posted. I wouldn't post that. That's fine. But if you did, it would it would be just as weird as me posting. I mean, honestly, I think from now on, can we make that a trope for the show that when any of us are on vacation, we have to take a photo exactly like that? Yeah, deal. And we'll I probably post have. I think I have one kind of similar actually from when I was in Denver a couple months ago. See, the problem is a lot of times when I travel, it it's just like me. So I'd have to find like a stranger to take the photo for me. Uh, sometimes I'll work teammates there, but I mean, I take vacations. But a lot of times I'm traveling. And it's for work, so it's just me. But hey, Rando, can you take this super awkward photo of me? It's a Thank nice humble brag right there. What's that? You travel for work. Is it a humble brag or not? I mean, like, it's not I like I so. get a chance to... I mean, some of them are fun, like L.A. and West Palm. Yeah, I guess it was a humble brag. So, <laughs> uh, before we get the break here, and we've, like I said before, I, I don't have the brain power to come up with an idea. So we went to chat GPT. Yes. Now, please explain to me, before we go to break, how we did this. Because we asked... Chat GPT, who are the most overrated Wisconsin athletes ever? Yep. So give me an insight. I'll tell you who they are on the other side. You can see at ESPN Madison, but give me an insight. How does it work? Yeah, so I went to ChatGPT. As you guys know, I am the uh, I would say I'm the official ChatGPT aficionado of the program. And I wrote the question, who are the 10 most overrated athletes in Wisconsin professional sports history? That's all I asked. Um, and ChatGPT responded, determining the most overrated athletes is subjective and can vary depending on personal opinion. However, here is a list of 10 athletes who have been regarded by some as overrated in the context of Wisconsin professional sports history. Uh, we will tell you the list next, Yep. but the list is interesting. It is very interesting. And overrated, I love ChatGPT's response to it because that's honestly my feeling on, on overrated. Oh, like, a sure. lot of people be like, oh, Titanic's overrated. Do you think LeBron's overrated? No. Okay. No, I think he's the. Se- I, I would have him as the third greatest basketball player of all time. Who's two? Uh, Kobe. No. At their peaks, not careers, but at their peaks, Kobe Bryant. And so Kobe's probably like number six or seven. That's fine if you think that. I'm going with my the way I like basketball, skill set and all. Like the power guys, LeBron, Shaq, uh, Kareem. Like the big, the bigger, stronger, faster guys, and everyone else are not my favorite. It's not relatable. Like I like Steph. Like I, I mean, watching someone play basketball, LeBron's maybe in my top ten. But as far as greatest of all time, I'll give you LeBron because it's fine. But I would go with Jordan. But I don't. That's not, so. That's not me saying he's overrated. I would say he's one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Okay. But the thing, like people think, oh, Titanic's overrated. Well, no, that's like saying LeBron's overrated. Titanic sold. I mean, it was one of record-setting movies sold ever. Like. Clearly, it reached expectations. I don't know that I've ever watched the entirety of the Titanic. It's long. And the only reason it's on my head now is that my, my oldest had read a book or a book ab- about the Titanic, like the actual like sinking of it, and then she was interested in the movie. She heard there was a movie, so we fired it up, and it's going to take us a long time. How long is it? 
three hours at least. Oh, three hour movies are not good. They're None tough. No, they're None tough. I mean, Titan- again, Titanic won awards, so objectively good, but might not you might not enjoy it. Uh, no, so again, that's that that I wouldn't enjoy it. I wouldn't enjoy sitting down that long. Right, and again, that's why I haven't watched the new Avatar yet. Yeah, that's fair. It's but, it's th- it's over three hours long. I can't do that. I just can't sit still for three hours. It's very hard for me. Guardians is pretty long. So oh pushing a two and a half. At least it's a movie. It's two and a half exactly. Yeah. By. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Hundred percent, that kid. That's the uh, that's the kids Bob version. You still listening to a lot of kids Bob? I don't. Uh, no, now yes, you do. Well, I don't. Like, cause you my, do it because of your kids. I'm not wait. saying you do it for your own enjoyment. But I really don't, because my kids have uh, the little Google Homes in each in their room, so they can just fire up what they want. And so that's basically the rule in the house: is that hey, if you want to hear a song, ask for the kids Bob version of that way. I know it's clean. Because trying to like ask Google to play the radio at it, like that can get confusing. Let's play the regular one; doesn't work. Yep. But now, what I've been able to do, and you know, just a little glimpse into the Rutledge house, we have I have Apple Music, so we have the subscription thing there. So I created a I create like playlists for the girls. But now, when I create a playlist, I can put the uh, clean version of a song on there, and so that way the kids can listen to it with the radio all the all the swears bleeped out. So yeah. they can just ask Google like, "Hey, can you play my?" You know, Rosie and Nola playlist. So then they can just play those songs. So, like, does my youngest love listening to um, Riding Dirty? Yeah. Yeah, she does. She likes that song. But you see me rolling. She loves it. Really? Yes. And she likes Weird Al's version, too. She loves it when I mow the yard. Mow the yard because that's, like, the beginning of the, the Weird Al one. You can see me mowing my front lawn. It's white and nerdy. You are white and nerdy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So is Matt Hamilton. He just he's old. He's white and nerdy. But Matt, I own it. Matt doesn't. He's not old. He's just middle aged. But if Matt's well, old, what does that make you? I am old, and I embrace it. He's how old is Matt? Thirty four, I think. Thirty four. Now, in the grand scheme of things, like I said, my parents would consider me young. People, you know, if people are in their fifties or sixties, would call me young. But realistically, I look at it like this: that we all try to view ourselves as like if you were like twenty one years old. And you met a 35-year-old, and it's just the standard of, like, what are you doing in the KK? Like, Matt Hamilton can't go certain places because he's too old to be there, which is the standard for me of, are you old? I'm a man! I'm 40! He's closer to 40 than he is 21. It's very true. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna be one of those guys that struggle with 40. 844-770-3776. Did you, did you struggle turning 40? And as we are talking about, uh, you know, getting old, chat GPT, which... Alex Strofe, Jim Rutledge, we're live from the uh, Everlight Solar Studios, and this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Get into the show, 844-770-3776. What is, like, how does ChatGPT work before we get into Because we asked the question and we teased it before You break. are not about to make me explain AI. According to ChatGPT, uh, who is the most overrated Wisconsin athlete ever? And we got, like, a top ten list here. Now, I ask... I understand what AI is, but like, how does this? So you just like an app? You just type this? You just ask it a question, or how does it work? Yeah, so there's a website um, that you go on, and I've used it uh, ever since it came out, right? So like, the first thing I when ever did it asked come out it, a couple years ago? Uh, no, last... like end of last year, December. Okay. Uh, so the first thing you're gonna make fun of me for this? I ever asked ChatGPT because it tracks everything you've ever asked it. First thing I ever asked <laughs> ChatGPT: simple question. Would you like to take a guess? Um, no, just go ahead. Who is Alex Strofe? No, you're so oh God. <laughs> but I wanted to see what it knew about me, right? Yeah, like rightfully so, because I had yeah. fear. Yeah. yeah. And the response was, I'm sorry, but I don't have information about a person named Alex Strofe. Could you provide more context or details? I Which, just said Wisconsin. <laughs> That's a sick burn by ChatGPT. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Um, As uh, Daryl Deerfield chimed in, uh, everyone's ego takes a hit on this show, or actually. Uh, who no, it was Big Daddy Larry. Big, Big Daddy Larry chimed in on social with that one. That's right, yeah. But uh, this time it was Alex's turn. Matt's turn. No, but you just got burned by ChatGPT. Yeah, well, that happened in December, so I can live with it. Um, 
So then I've tried other things, right? Like, actually, back when we still did Strophes World on Wednesdays, do you remember when I made you and Matt Hamilton read a script? Well, that's why I went to you for this thing. Right, because uh, I, I had you read the script verbatim that was like, hello and welcome back to ESPN Madison. I'm Jim Rutledge, and with me today is Chris Orr. Today we're going to be talking. So I just said, write a script, right? Yeah. Um, so you can do all sorts of things, it, and it automatically loads. So for this one, I went with uh, the following. Who are the 10 most overrated athletes in Wisconsin professional sports history? It gave me the subjective, you know, this is subjective, however, pulling from our data, this is the responses we've got. So... I think we should play some music and run down this list. What do you say, Jimmy? I am. Now, we're going to start, actually, yeah, fire up the music. Should we go but, 10 to 1? Yes. 844-770-3776. Please chime in. We'll go slowly here. We're going to react to each one a little bit. I want you to guess who the most overrated Wisconsin athlete is, according to ChatGPT. Now, if you're on Twitter, you can see at ESPN Madison, we posted the graphic. But if you're not on social media at the moment... Chime in 844-770-3776. Who do you think the most overrated Wisconsin athlete is, according to ChatGPT? All right, let's come in at number 10. Number 10, I think, should be higher on this list. Well, maybe not because he's not regarded as a very good player, but the hype around him is very high. Number 10 is Jabari Parker of the Milwaukee Bucks, who, as we know, dealt with injuries, was the number two overall pick in the 2014 draft, I think, and uh, struggled injuries, and then when he was healthy... Every time he touched the ball, he shot it, and then ultimately he, he left the Bucks um, and, and kind of, I don't think he's in the league anymore. So that's Jabari Parker at number 10. Yeah, I'll I'll give you the one. I think that's fine. I think 10's a fair spot from I have to see everyone else that's on here. He did average. I mean, he kept on getting better during his NBA career. He only played 25 games as a rookie, then played 76, averaged 14 points a game, and then 51 games before he got injured again, but was averaging 20 points a game, six rebounds. That's and three assists. Like that's a good player. That's pretty good. And then he he was a guy I think that was fringe on the athleticism for the NBA. And the NBA changed, unfortunately, for him. It, it's kind of like Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond, I think, is twenty nine years old. He looks like he's a thousand years old out there because the NBA has changed so dramatically. There's certain players that, and Jabari Parker was one of them. The game changed so quickly that their style of play was left behind. Uh, Then you throw in the injury and then Jabari was just cooked, unfortunately. The Adam and Madison chimes in with Matt Hamilton as the most overrated Wisconsin athlete. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. Yeah, no doubt. Want to move on to number nine? Sure. Vin Baker, also of the Milwaukee Bucks. What ChatGPT says, I'm going to read this verbatim for you. Baker was an all-star early in his career, but his decline and off-court issues led to disappointment among Bucks fans. Yeah, and again, that's a tough one. It's fair, but Vin Baker, again, another really good player that could have had a much better career than he ended up having. His was, I think, more personal demons. He had a, uh, a battle with uh, alcoholism. He's with the Bucks now. He's cleaned that up. He's sober. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Yeah. But I think it's fair for him to be on this list. Number eight. Jeff Supon from the Milwaukee Brewers. Sadler and Madison chimes in with Ben Bruss as his guest. Oh, boy. Everybody's just getting, the, just getting wrecked. Who's chiming in with Chamur or Tauscher? Uh, <laughs> 8447703776. What was the one you gave? Sorry. Jeff Supon. Uh, yeah, I remember Jeff Supon. Uh, although he played a key role in the Brewers' 2008 playoff run, some argue that Supon's overall career did not justify his big contract, is what ChatGPT says so about that. So the funny thing about him is that contract he signed with Milwaukee Four years, $42 million. and At the time, that was a lot. It was, especially when the Brewers don't spend money. He was their signing. This was supposed to be the guy. And, yeah, I would say that that was a major... The Brewers could have a lot of these if you're basing it off of like what they were going to do uh, as opposed to what they actually did. And he was coming off a good year with the um, Cardinals. I also want to give a little bit of what is Google doing? Because I just typed in Jeff Supon's stats and Google gave me his hitting stats to start it off with. Like, why in God's name would you share his batting stats with me? He's a pitcher. He's clearly a pitcher. He's not even like semi a guy who has played uh, other positions. He's been a pitcher forever. But uh, he was coming off a couple good seasons with St. Louis. And so I get why they paid him, but it was immediately a really rough go. Because he won, and again, wins don't really matter that much, but he won 16, 16, and 12 before coming to Milwaukee with an ERA that was pretty respectable and throwing 190 innings each. He threw a lot of innings for Milwaukee, but he was just below average. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, Let's do two more. We'll take a break. We'll give the top five on the other side. Number seven. 
It's an interesting one. Michael Red from the Bucks is number seven on this list. <sighs> Another one that's more tragic. I mean, he had some injury stuff and hell of a player for a while. Yeah, uh, what Chad GPT says is Red was a prolific scorer but faced criticism for not being able to elevate the Bucks to sustain success during his tenure. Man, this one's tough. You're holding them to a high standard because from 2003 through two, th- or, uh, excuse me, from 2008 through uh, 2003 through 2008, he averaged at least 20 points a game. Some of those times, 25, 26 points per game, and that was in an era where the scoring was not where it's at right now. Like if Michael Red played now, he probably would have had a 30 point season because in 2006 he averaged 27 points per game. To get three more points points per game now in today's NBA, not out of question. One of the greatest second round picks of all time. Honestly, just reminds me a lot of Chris Middleton. Yeah, I think you're right about that. All right, last one, and then we'll take a break. Number six. This one hurts. One of my favorite baseball players ever. Truth hurts. Lizzo what you did there. Ricky Weeks. Weeks had moments of brilliance, but was plagued by inconsistency, leading to debates about his overall value to the team. Yeah, Ricky was definitely... This one really hits. The, he was overrated. For what he... What people thought Ricky Weeks was or could be, it was all about what he was going to end up being, and he never got there. Yeah. He was a fine baseball player. He just was not what I think people were projecting him to be, because he looked the part. And he had flashes of being really good, but he was never consistent enough to be considered a really great baseball player. And I think a lot of people rightfully thought he was going to get there. He never won with uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. You can go win. Go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison. That's where winners go. Over $11 million in jackpots last month. More jackpots this month. Over Biggest win so far, $218,000. So go, be the Ho- go to Ho-Chunk Gaming Madison and go be a winner. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. There was something so pleasant about that place. I was going to save the sad news for a different part of the show because no easy way to transition off of it. But at this point, it's like the TPS reports. Uh, from the movie Office Space, everyone keeps whether it's text messages or Wolfsheim coming in or Adam Madison chiming in on the talking text line eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. I can't escape it, so we just would be uh, like sticking our head in the stands. Otherwise, uh, Jim Brown, Pro Football Hall of Famer, civil rights advocate, and actor, has died at the age of eighty seven. Yeah, one of the greatest, uh, one of the greatest players ever, right? I mean, he was he was an MVP. He was uh, he was he was just terrific. He shattered a million records, um, and obviously did a lot off the field. So sad day. Um, I obviously neither of us were around for for when he owned the NFL, but uh, one of the he's still still renowned as one of the greatest football players ever. So sad news. Absolutely, I know him though as an actor. Like I knew, I, I I've seen the. The highlights, and I know he was very well, the, the much. The only of, movie I've seen him in, he was in Any Given Sunday, right? Yes, he was also in Mars Attack. Don't know that one. Jack uh, Nichol, Nicholson and a couple others in there. And then uh, The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, I don't know that one either. And then Dirty Dozen, which is a classic, which I think has been redone. I don't even know that I've heard of that one. The Dirty Dozen is probably the one he's uh, most known for. That's almost got an eight on IMDb. Oh, wow. If you don't like hate old movies because they're old, I definitely recommend watching The Dirty Dozen. No, I had this conversation with my wife where she's like, I know it's good, but I want to watch it because it just looks old. Now, it's gotten better now with what were we, we were watching something the other day and she was blown away that she would actually palette the movie. It was Star Wars. She's like, wait, this doesn't look like it's from 1970 where it's like. Well, they've kind of re upped it though, haven't they? With right. Star well, Wars? they cleaned yeah. it up and made it digital. So now it, like, it looks watchable. And I, I agree with her on that. Some of the old stuff, it's like if you haven't updated it, it's unwatchable. Yeah, because you can't even like you. One, I don't even know if you could actually watch a VHS on an HD TV. But if you did, it actually works worse than it would like on a regular. TV. Ooh, I would like to try that though. I, I, I think I know at one point. Do you I have, have a VHS player? My wife had it uh, when we moved. We still had moved it because we have kids. We have kids, and so she like well, all those had, classic movies. She right? had them from when she was a kid, but now they're all like we have Disney Plus, so it's just on all That's all there. Point. So we got rid of them, and we don't have the VHS player anymore. But there was a time, and I remember it doesn't look good, Alex. Because the VHS to the HD is just, it's really bad. Like, it just doesn't go well. Interesting. It doesn't even like fit the screen. It's just not a good look. But RIP to Jim Brown, an all time great person, or at least I would say an all time great uh, advocate and an all time great football player and an all time great movie star. 
All right, now we're going to easily transition off of that. Back into ChatGPT. Yeah, not an easy transition, but we are talking about, according to ChatGPT, this is not Jim's opinion, this is not my opinion, because it's about to get dicey. I'm going to tell you that right now. And we still are taking your uh, chime-ins on who do you think ChatGPT picked as the most overrated Wisconsin athlete ever. 844-770-3776. Now, it should be noted, for the record, real quick, Yeah, this only includes Bucks, Brewers, Packers. I only did professional. Okay. Um, so no Badgers or Marquette Golden Eagles on this list. Yeah, because you I... could probably chime in with some of those. Yeah. I know your your favorite Badgers basketball player of all time could certainly be thrown in here. You know who I'm yes. referring to? Yes, Brad Davison. Yes. Uh, King of the House of D, we've changed his name up a little bit, has chimed in. Ricky, I haven't had a hit in weeks. Oh, I'm, I, I missed the word troll. Should be King Troll. I, fi- I know. The House of D. Yes. Let's, but, let's change that. All right. Well, how about you do the other party job first? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. All right. Here we go. Number five on this list, Gary Sheffield, Milwaukee Brewers. ChatGPT says, was deemed overrated as a Milwaukee Brewer because while he had moments of brilliance, his overall impact and performance did not consistently match the high expectations placed on him. I would say he was barely a Milwaukee Brewer, and I would say that's a triggering point for... Rightfully so, many Milwaukee baseball fans. Gary Sheffield should be a Hall of Famer or pretty dang close. He is a hell of a ball player. And he has 500 career home runs, a career batting average of 209, has 2,689 hits. I'd, I'd put him in. I honestly think he's a Hall of Famer. He's got all star games, he's got MVP votes. I think he ended up getting a title either with uh, Florida or with New York. So he's an all time great. But in Milwaukee, he kind of just forced his way out. So yeah. I would say there's not a lot of people that would disagree with him being overrated in third, Milwaukee. Third brewer in a row coming up at number four. Also one of my all-time favorite brewers. Niger Morgan, T-plus number four on this list. Uh, Chad GPT, which is all fair, says uh, he is overrated due to his limited offensive production and inconsistent performance despite his charismatic personality and memorable moments. I think this is a very good pick by ChatGPT. Was he Nigel really Morgan. one of your favorite brewers, Nigel Morgan? Because of his charisma, right? Like in his personality, I thought he was a great interview. When he hit a double, you know, I mean, the, the whole team did that, but they did the, the beast thing on second base. I loved Nigel Morgan. He uh, he got me fired up. The moment that sticks out about him for me is when he got the walk-off hit against the uh, the Cardinals or against the Diamondbacks. NLDS told the Cardinals that they'd be watching the World Series from their couches because the Brewers were going to beat him in the NLCS. Brewers ended up getting gentlemen swept in that next series against the Cardinals. Yep. That's my life. But only really living memory of Nigel Morgan. So Nigel Morgan, the highest rated brewer on this list of most overrated Wisconsin athletes ever, according to ChatGPT. How about the most overrated buck ever, according to ChatGPT, coming in at number three on this list? Eric Bledsoe. Number three on this list. That this one, one's good, too. That one hits, because Nigel Morgan, I don't know if he was good enough to be overrated, but Bledsoe, absolutely. And ChatGPT does not hold back on this one. This is probably my favorite explanation. Can I I want to throw some bucks out there. All right, one second. Let yeah. me read this, then you throw some bucks out there. Eric Bledsoe was considered overrated due to his inconsistent performances, particularly in the playoffs, where he often failed to deliver at the level expected of a starting point guard. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show, including Eric Bledsoe. So we had a vote in here for Pat Listash. Do you know who Pat Listash I is? I can't say I do, no. I believe he won Rookie of the Year with uh, the Milwaukee Brewers. He had, if he did not, he had a hell of a rookie season. And then it, it kind of just, I mean, he stole 54 bases his rookie year, had 168 hits, and uh, was a great ball player his first two years. And then it kind of fell off from there. But he was a guy that I think people were very excited about because he hit the hit the ground running. Like yeah. he was really a highly thought of player, but then kind of fell off pretty quickly. We had another guest in here for Javon Walker, but that is also not on the list. Yeah, that's a good call though. I like I like the Javon Walker call. Uh, there's two Packers that come okay. in at two and one, and I don't know how I feel about either of them. Now I want to throw out, and I know who they are, and it is wild. And you need to restate that this is not my list, but yeah. The one guy here that I think really falls into the overrated side of things, and it's because he was in Giannis's wake a little bit. And I remember, and I will, you can look it up on my social, Thon Maker. 
Yeah. The second he was drafted, I said this was a terrible pick. Yeah. And I got accused of being a hot take guy. And I said, no, it's unquestionably a bad take. No, they were, they were trying to follow the honest path, right? right. They were doing like these big, lanky, yeah. athletic dudes. Yeah, and, and I it wanted just didn't so, work out. And I wanted Sabonis there. Because you already had Giannis. How many, how many, they were in a different position when they got Giannis as opposed to where they now with Thon. Like they could have used a guy that could have helped. And Sabonis is a hell of a basketball player. He's picked one pick after yeah, Thonmaker. I, I, but, go Thunder. But then Bucks fans got even more overhyped on it because for a long time, especially Giannis hadn't fully reached his potential, Bucks fans didn't know what good basketball was. Like there was. You know, fits and starts. You had it with Ray Allen Cassell, and then it just went away for a while. And there was a dearth of good basketball. Good Maker, word choice. Thank you. Thon Maker had a couple games where he had like a, a four or five blocks in a game. And everyone's like, he's going to do it. He's going to be great. He was trash. The bigger one, though, and I honestly think he might be one of the most overrated athletes in Wisconsin sports history, is Brandon Jennings. Yeah, yeah. And Because he think... scored 55 points in one game. Yeah. People were trying to compare him to Derrick Rose. Yeah. Derrick Rose went on and won an MVP. That's and actually, I don't think Jennings ever made an All Star. Th- that might be the best pull of this list so far, uh, because he had become like a mythical creature, mythical character with the Bucks and Six. But he was never like that dude. He was solid. He was he was fun to watch. He was a really fun quote. But uh, he was fun. All right. Well, here's I'll, the I'll thing. tell you this. What is the? I'll throw it out to everyone. If you know it, Alex, you can throw it out there as well. But eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. What is Brandon Jennings' biggest contribution to the Milwaukee Bucks? Bucks and six. No. Biggest contribution? Yes. What do you mean by that? I mean, he was, I don't want to give it away, but it was kind of quasi on the court. He was involved in something that was more important than Bucks and Six for the Milwaukee Bucks. 844-770-3776. Yeah, I don't know what you're referring to. Um, let's do this, though, Jimmy. We're running a little bit yeah. late. I'll tell you this. The top two on the most overrated athletes in Wisconsin sports history, both of the top two on the list are legendary Green Bay Packers. That's all I'm going to tell you. They're, they're legendary Green Bay Packers. I want you to text in what you think they are. 844-770-3776. That's 844-770-ESPN. The top two are Packers. Who do you think they are? We'll do it on the other side. It's not Terrell Buckley. This is Roland <laughs> Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Hey, Matt Hamilton here to tell you about my friends at Olsen 2. How are you feeling? We are live from the Everlight Solar Studios. I like this. 844-770-3776. The Adam Madison chiming in. Is Jim referring to Jennings 55 against the Warriors helping the Bucs to the playoffs for the first time in four years during his rookie season? Yes, Adam Madison. No, no, no. He's asking about your trivia question. So that is not no, what you're referring no, to. No, you're right. I, I was referring to the 55. So Adam Madison and everyone else is listening. Oh, you're right. I forgot about that. Uh, it's, he was part of the Chris Middleton trade. Yeah. It was Brandon Jennings. Brandon Knight. Brandon Knight. Chris Middleton. So the most important thing Brandon Jennings ever did as Milwaukee Buck was to leave. And to bring Chris Middleton to town. Yes. I, I forgot about that. That's a really good pull by you. Um, is that the? I would say Bucks and Six is more important because that became the mantra. They That's the get, motto. But they right? don't like, get Bucks and Six without Chris Middleton. Like, you're right. <laughs> you're, you're totally right. They don't fulfill the prophecy. You mean? But he set up the prophecy. And uh, shout out to all the guys that are printing illegal T-shirts on the side of the road outside of Fiserv. I bought one that night. They won the championship that said Bucks and Six. Right. right. So and like that's great. I, but I get your point, and you're right about that. Shoot. But he, he created the prophecy. I don't oh, know that we should. Are you gonna ask if we should pull it? Yeah. What I, was Brandon Jennings' most important <laughs> okay. contribution? Please. Being traded for Middleton or uh, Bucks and Six? We're gonna win a six. I love that. That's actually a fun poll. Just. Double check it, but I'm like 98, 99.8% sure that I 99.8. Yes. All right, let's do okay. it. According to chat, you now, want to- we have some people uh, guessing. Do we oh, want yeah. to? Yeah, rattle off the guesses, and then I'm going to tell you the top two, and I want reactions to that. A lot, lot of hour. Tony Mandrich. Which would be fair. Which would be fair. Which would be fair. Rich Campbell. I don't know who that is. Usually I know most of these players. I don't know Rich Campbell. That one was chimed in there. Terrell Buckley I was chimed in. Uh, Randy. Uh, Oh, Randy from the picket said Tony Mandrich again. And then we do have someone who was right, which was the House of D, who wants his name changed back again. So, um, 
his his vote is the correct vote. So don't say it. I will not say it. All right, because I I, I imagine we're going to get a lot of reactions. And again, let's clarify. Yes. These are not our rankings. This is a computer AI system picking the top two. I think number two is more outrageous than number one. So let's start with number two. The number two most overrated athlete in Wisconsin professional sports history, according to ChatGPT, is Reggie White. Reggie White is listed as number two. I'll read the reasoning, and then we can tell you how wrong that is. While he was a dominant player, some argue that White's reputation as the minister of defense elevated him to an almost mythical status. So it, it had nothing to, the answer doesn't have to do with his play necessarily. It has to do with his reputation as the minister of defense. But it's wrong. That's not right. Reggie White was not overrated. He was properly rated. Brought a Super Bowl here. I mean, what more can you ask? Well, I get where they're coming from with that. And he had eight seasons in Philadelphia, all of them double-digit sacks years, including 21 in what year was that? 1987. And he had, I think, six seasons with the Packers, and he had four double-digit sack seasons. So he did more in Philadelphia. So as a football player, he was a better football player in Philadelphia. And I will say this as well, and I don't agree with this. I'm just playing devil's advocate for the computer here. It's not what he did on the field here for Green Bay. It was that Reggie White, and it's really hard to even overstate what that meant, that Reggie White chose to come to Green Bay because apparently God, God told him to, to. Uh, for whatever whatever he was thinking there. Because he came here, that made Green Bay legitimate, even more than like Brett Favre at that point. Th- this is the worst one on the list. Would you disagree? Yes. You yes. would disagree? No, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Well, I would agree with you. Yes, it is the worst on the list. Yeah, it's the worst one on the list. Number one, I kind of get the point here. I don't know that it's number one, though. The most overrated athlete in Wisconsin professional sports history, according to ChatGPT, number one on the list, from the Green Bay Packers, quarterback Brett Favre, number one on the list. ChatGPT says, despite his success, some critics believe Favre's interceptions and late career struggles overshadow his many achievements. Brett Favre, the most overrated athlete in Wisconsin sports history, according to ChatGPT. Jim, your reaction? Uh, I mean, it's bold. I feel like I feel like Matt Hamilton might agree with that one. He doesn't seem like much of a Favre guy. And look, nobody should be a Favre guy anymore. Favre the football player. But as Favre the football player... I think the interception thing was a tad overblown because that's how the game was played. It was not quite the same. Like, Steve Young was the outlier and amazing because he was so efficient. And Aaron Rodgers then comes in and obviously... And now people just throw less interceptions. It's just the game is more, uh, I would say, strategic. The play calling is more strategic. And I just think that... Part of the interceptions for Brett Favre was like, that's kind of how you played the game. Yeah. And so I feel like the interceptions is fair retroactively, but in the moment, Brett Favre was one of the greatest football players. And I've said this before. I was always more afraid of Brett Favre than I ever was with Aaron Rodgers. And I think that had more to do with the fact that for a large part of Aaron Rodgers' career with the Packers, the Bears were crap. So I never really had anything on the line. There were times that he obviously got it done and beat us. I'm not saying he never did. But Favre, and maybe it's because I was younger too, and you're a little bit more invested when you're younger, Favre was the one that I felt like ripped my heart out more because the teams I was rooting for then were better. So I disagree on Brett Favre. Honestly, I might put Brandon Jennings up there. Yeah, I honestly think that's a pretty good poll. Um, And you can can post the question, Ryan, in 844-770-3776, our second Iron Jack poll question, or maybe it's our first. Uh... What's the most important thing Brandon Jennings brought to the Milwaukee Bucks? Bucks in six or being part of the Chris Middleton This trade? is how I worded it. What was Brandon Jennings' bigger contribution to the Milwaukee Bucks? A, coining the phrase Bucks in six or dealt for Chris Middleton? There you go.
Love it. Let's post it. 844 on the key chimes in, which I'm here for. He is not here for the T-Buck slander, and I'm with him. Uh, Terrell Buckley, too much crap here. Uh, he had 50 career interceptions. Terrell Buckley was a hell of a football player when it was all said and done. He just didn't live up to expectations here. But who knows what would have happened. He got moved on pretty, from pretty quickly. Uh, 608 chimed in and said he called in and had Bart Star 1 and Favre 2. I think that's Tim in Oregon. That would be Tim in Oregon, correct. All right, so we can maybe pop that on there then. I got it. All righty. That's what I'm here for, Jimmy. All right, there you go. Again, your top 10 list if you're just joining us. According to ChatGPT, the most overrated Wisconsin sports athletes of all time. We'll go 1 to 10 this go around. Number one, Brett Favre. Number two, Reggie White. Number three, I lost my list. Everybody hold on a minute. Everybody hold on a minute. Number three, Eric Bledsoe from the Bucks. Number four, five, and six, all Brewers. In order, Nigel Morgan, Gary Sheffield, Ricky Weeks. Number seven, Michael Red of the Bucks. Number eight is Jeff Supon of the Brewers. Nine and ten, both Bucks. Vin Baker at nine. Jabari Parker at ten. The ten most overrated athletes in Wisconsin sports history, according to ChatGPT. We are not golfing today. We are not. Which I'm super annoyed by. Why? Why everyone else in the office is golfing. Almost everyone else. Why are we not invited? Um, I didn't have a chance to turn it down. I wouldn't have wanted to golf. I would not have wanted to golf. So you would have turned it down. Yes. So why are you mad? Because I want to turn it down. You are such a goofball. Like, that is such a goofy, like, selfishness. I don't know what's going on here. I should have been invited. You want to feel like you're important, but you're going to turn it... Like, that's like saying, hey, I want to get invited to your wedding just so I could say no to the invitation. Just so I could RSVP no. Do you, do you hear what well, you're saying? No, it's not like that because yes, if you invite no, because if you invite me to your wedding, I'm gonna give you money. So like you'd be more you'd be inclined to invite people to your wedding in hopes that they don't show up, unless they're I mean obviously the people important to you you want to show up, but otherwise invite others, hope they don't show up, and just take the cash. If that, that that's just I mean I guess so it's that's not the fair. same. Like if you invite me to a wedding and I can't make it. I'm going to write you a check. All right, that's fair. Unless you're Jesse Nelson. I don't think I actually gave him a check, but I feel like I got a late invite on that one. Oh, you did get invited? I think so. I don't even know if I did. I, but every I, once in a while, I'm like, do I, I was. I wasn't around at that point. Well, I was, but not very long. I wasn't invited. You could have gone to my stay. <laughs> I, I didn't go. Uh, but we are going to have, can we uninvite the people who didn't invite us today then? Uh, to the ESPN Madison Open. You go to ESPNMadisonOpen.com. <laughs> it is presented by Coors Light. It's at Trapper's Turn. It is July 17th. Uh, join us. Matt Hamilton's going to be there. Mark Tauscher's going to be there. More and more athletes are going to be there. We're going to continue to announce that. I'll be there. Alex Stroff will be there. You can watch him put on a, a hitting display like none other. I got bad news. I don't think I'm golfing. Why? I don't think I'm allowed to. Why? Well, Andy North called up, yeah. and he said, hey, I heard this guy's coming to my course. Yeah. I don't think you can let him go. So sign up today. Go to ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Sign up for a foursome. Join us. Hang out there. We're going to have awesome prizes. Iron Jack's going to have some stuff for everyone. Uh, we're going to have Coors Light in your cart, and you're going to be able to play 18 holes at Trapper's Turn, a beautiful course designed by Andy North Roger Packard. Uh, go to ESPNMadisonOpen.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.